to be fair, him and George Clooney found women like that. Like Angelina was like that. And now Amal is that person. Oh yeah, she's too good for George Clooney too. Oh, 100%. But George Clooney knows she's too good for him. Oh yeah. Welcome to Woken Pretty, the podcast where we dive headfirst into the juiciest slices of pop culture and the freshest toppings of current events. I'm Mira, an ex-corporate baddie that wants to do good in the world, but can't stop talking. I'm Min, a corporate escapee turned podcast producer with a knowledge of random facts and thoughts on everything. Welcome, friends. Get ready to be swept away on a roller coaster ride through the latest entertainment headlines, celebrity escapades, and the trendiest tidbits lighting up our screens and feeds. Each week, we'll be dishing out our takes on the most buzzworthy happenings, from Hollywood glam to viral internet sensations, and everything in between. Whether you're in the midst of your morning routine, stuck in traffic, or just need a laugh to brighten your day, Woken Pretty is here to serve up a piping hot slice of entertainment goodness. So, buckle up and brace yourselves, because we're about to mix up the perfect blend of pop culture and current events zest, right here on your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss a single episode, because with Woken Pretty, the party's just getting started. Let's dive in! Hi guys, welcome to Woken Pretty. Happy Thanksgiving in the United States. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, guys. And to everyone that don't know what Thanksgiving is, it's just really has become a day where we just eat a lot and we wear our Thanksgiving pants so we can eat oh my some gosh, more. Thanksgiving pants. Oh my God. People gosh. do that. People I, do that. <laughs> all I think is that Joey and that those pants from maternity pants oh, yeah. from Phoebe. <laughs> he looks like he stole a turkey. It's funny that people. I don't know. People are crazy on Thanksgiving. It's just like the day that you have permission to just gorge and then digest a little bit and gorge some more. And then don't forget you're taking leftovers. It's just a crazy time. But anyway, but we're here with you guys and we're talking about some cool stuff that's happening in the world slash world of celebrities. Min, what's your biggest take from this week so far? What's your biggest thing that you're talking about? That's not Travis and Taylor. I know. I don't want to talk about it. All right. Okay. Matt Reif ha- is mm-hmm. being dragged through the mud, which I'm happy about. Don't get me wrong, that he's being dragged through the mud about a, his Netflix comedy special. For people I, who don't know who he is, he's a comedian. He used to be on a show called Wild and Out with Nick Cannon, which I watched. Yeah. Um, oh, I watched Wild and Out all the time and Matt Reif was on there and he had some jokes and they were always falling flat. I just don't think he's that funny. But apparently, according to Mira's opinion, I think he just got a little buff and whatever. And then now all of a sudden he so should just start him. It's funny that you say that because women or people on TikTok were like, the minute he got hot was when he got famous. Okay, so I'm going to say that I found him when he did interactions with his audience because I found that very funny. It is very hard sometimes to interact with your audience as a comedian. He seemed to be very good at it. It's a There's type. One clip. It's a type of comedy though, because yes. not all comedians, and I've been to a lot of comedy shows. Not all comedians do that, and I actually used to think a lot of comedians did that, and I thought it was horrible when you would pick people out of the crowd and quote unquote, make fun of them or do things, but he does do it in a decent way. But the only thing, okay, not that I'm stealing your show about what's happening, but yeah, totally. I only know about him more because last year my sister was like, oh, everyone's going crazy for him because he's coming to Florida. I was like, what the F is this guy? And I looked at him and I was like, I know him. And it's expensive. 
And ticket, she was saying, she was like, the tickets are so expensive, but he's so great. And everybody wants to see him. And I was like, who is this that I don't know? And I looked him up and I was like, this dude, please. And she goes, yeah, he looks so good right now. Like his body. I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to go watch this guy pretend to do comedy and see his body. Who cares? I'm not sleeping with him. Plus, ew, I don't think he's that cute. But anyways, the girls were going gaga over it. And now the girls were going crazy because he was very... He, I will say I found him when he became quote unquote hot. I also found him when <laughs> he did an, a interaction with one of his audience members. She had brought him cookies and a shirt. I thought it was pretty funny at the time. Had I known that that was, and I listen, I know of other girlfriends who went and saw him in Niagara Falls because he came up here to Canada. One of my girlfriends was so excited. She spent the money to go see him and she was like, it was horrible. She's, I can't believe I spent that much money for nothing. He wasn't good. He's not funny. He just, she's, he's not even that pretty, quote unquote, good looking or pretty. In he's person. not. Anyways. He's not. He reminds I mean, me of a Pete Davidson. I said it. At least That's Pete it. is funny. No, I've been to Pete's comedy show. I've seen this okay. dude in New York. Happened, so I don't know. Before he even was on SNL. And yo, I bought the tickets from him. Ooh. And then when I finally saw him perform, because he was like the last act, man, no. And even on SNL, I'm like, you're not funny, bro. He's making his okay. movies. He's sleeping with his people. He's doing his thing. And Matt Reif could have done that too. But what happened, man? What happened? Matt Reif opened up his Netflix comedy special with a domestic violence joke. Yeah. And get it out the way, right? Not, to get it out it the was way. Not even, it was not even just a... I'm, I'm not going to... No. It was also... The, but he was super... Like, women belong in the kitchen. Like... For a, from a woman who's actually been through a domestic violence, like that's just, you can't, you have to tread lightly when you joke about something like that. You have to be really careful as to how you attempt a joke like that. So I think Eddie Murphy was the last person who did it. And even that skirted it a little bit for me, mostly because it could trigger stuff. Man. There's topics that are off limits. Yes, but, but comedians it, on, it just gets worse. But comedians will say that nothing's off limits. You have to be able to make fun of yourself. I think I did look up at this story after you told me for I'm not even gonna lie, 30 seconds, I don't care that much. He linked an apology for people who were offended by his joke and the I apology when you clicked it on his social media. This is what was it for me. When you clicked it, it went to a special needs helmet because it was basically saying that you can't take a joke. So you are the one that's the problem. But now he's poking fun of that. Like he went on there's an something about and said that like his comedy special is not for the girls. He's not pandering to women. He is. It, but yeah, women are the ones that put him up there. Women are the one who made you famous. Women are the ones who bought your tickets. We're selling out, and if you've learned anything over the past year, is that women are selling out stadiums, and um, he also doesn't need to alienate half of the population. Let's be real, or seventy-five percent of his audience, bro. You could have literally just not done that Netflix special and probably showed up on some movies because we would have supported not me but other women would have supported it. If you are Pete Davidson's doing it, why can't you? But now you got to go and talk about stuff that is, quote unquote, funny to you, but alienates other people from you. So let's see what happens. He said he's not funny before, you're not funny now. Trying to get into the industry and fighting his way through it. Listen, I just, I don't, I hope you 
It's not Don't an easy get any industry. further than where you are right now. Good luck. It's not an easy industry to be in. And I read somewhere that he went to this huge comedy thing because he was doing a podcast with a friend and the friend was invited, but not him. And he ended up going anyway because he paid for his own ticket and went and he said it was that comedy festival where things changed for him. I don't know what happened because I didn't care enough to read the whole thing. But yo, I'm happy you stuck to what you believe in and what you think is funny. But geez, look at all the comics that have fallen before you. There's so many of them that were so funny, like Louis C.K., right? My husband loved him. And then I forget what happened, but it was something very controversial that happened. And I was like, where are you now? Mm -hmm. And a bunch of them that happened to, it's a very tough situation because you have to pivot your comedy for the times. Like what I I didn't see it, but I want to watch it now, but also I don't want to give him that rate, that view, that impression on his Netflix. I haven't seen it. I've only seen the clips that I've seen on Insta- on TikTok and Instagram. And yeah, because just- the clips are where they put the good stuff. But the thing is, like, I can watch someone like Michelle Bateau. Is that her name? I don't know. There's so many comedies on there or comedic specialties that are on Netflix that I could watch. And a lot of them I don't find that funny. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. So I want to see his just to see it. But I don't think I would laugh at something about domestic violence. I just don't think that would be funny to me in any capacity about a man hitting a woman or a woman hitting a woman, a man hitting a man. I just don't find anything about violence funny. Mm -hmm. I agree. It could be that my mom was physically abused my entire life and I saw it my whole life, but maybe that was part of it. But I just don't think most of the world where that's a big problem, the entire world, that is a problem. And the fact that you could sit on your privileged seat and and say that because you think it's funny because the people around you have never quote unquote, been in that situation and you haven't seen that situation is really very nice for you. I think you're going to turn into the guy who we like talk about every once in a while, randomly. He'll be the guy who like comes up randomly in conversation. I think he's going to quietly, he won't go quietly, but I think he'll go away. In my opinion, I think he'll be the guy that randomly comes up being like, Hey, you remember that guy? That's how I think from here on out, I don't think any press is good press. Any press is good press. I guess so. We're talking about his Netflix special. I wouldn't have even known about it until this. Maybe he wanted to go up with a bang. And you are Matt Rife. You are. The fact that I know who you are is disgusting. I saw now there's this clip resurfacing about him and Zendaya when she was on Wild and Out. And I specifically remember seeing that where it was that if y'all don't know what Wild and Out is, it's basically this show that Nick Cannon had on, I guess it was MTV and VH1 or whatever. And he had a group of comedians and people and they would do like various comedic skits, but for points against each other. So it'd be two teams. And so they would always have a celebrity hosting um, as the other team leader. So Zendaya was on it. I think she was probably like 18 or something or 19 at the time. Young, like now when she was now becoming popular again and becoming one of her own. So this is like a long time. What is she now? Like 25 or something? So that's a while ago. So basically they were doing this little thing where they had to sit on a chair, each person per team. And then the team, the opposing team would come up and insult the person or get them to laugh and spit out the water in their mouth. And if they got, yeah. So it's say something funny, men. And I have to keep my water in my mouth. And until I uh, laugh, okay. then you, then the team gets a point. So he came up to her and he basically was not funny. Mm-hmm. And he basically said that he, she's mixed and he wants to be black. So let's get together. And she was just like, what? Yeah. She had that exact look on her face, but with water in her mouth. 
And then he was like, let me get your number. Come on. And then the guys behind her on her team started to defend her and was like, back away from her, dude. She's a kid. What are you doing? He and he was like, she and somebody else he was like, she's 18 and he's 19. They're like, leave her alone. Like they could tell they were protecting their own. That they she, could was tell. Comfortable. she was uncomfortable. I think oh, it was just like- the way he was, quote unquote, hitting on her was just not appropriate. No, no. Like, that would never work. I think for us, too. I don't know about you, Mira, but I still find her to be this young little... Like, anytime I see her on the red carpet, I have to remind myself she's now a woman. Like, she's beautiful. But I still see her as this young... You remember when she was a singer? I was like, you were such a good singer. You could have done anything. She's just one of those souls that are meant to be somebody. And I could see... I feel, not to quote Frozen, but she hasn't stepped into her power yet. I really feel like she's big. Oh, sure. But she, I, I just feel like she's going to be like a Viola Davis. Like she's going to be a force yeah. and she's just getting started. I really I talk about a beautiful couple. I want them to work out so bad. Her and Tom Holland. Oh, I think they are. So I think, I bad. Honestly, I honestly think that they, I hope that they're in it for the long haul. Not just the two of them, but I just think they're so cute together. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. And just the way he talks about her. It's his actions, guys. If you ever see them being interviewed and stuff or on the red carpet, the way that he moves to protect her, you know know they're together, even though they don't say they're together. It's his his actions. I know. I love them together. I just love that they seem, they both seem young and playful and. You should be in your 20s. They have such good energy around them. I love it. I want and I probably them- understand too, right? Like he's just yeah. as famous as she is. Yeah. They understand the struggles of what it's like to be in that limelight. And- I know, but he's English and she's American. I know, it's think so about, cute. Think about Sophie and Joe Jonas and that situation. Listen, we want you to work out Zendaya with Tom. If it doesn't, we understand you guys are young. You've been together for years. But if you do, we're vouching for you. Oh yeah, we for sure. It. Absolutely. I, I, I feel like also, he Also, like, can you right. imagine being the guy who comes after Tom? Treats <laughs> <laughs> her right. I think, you know why, why I want them to work? I think he comes across as a really nice, genuine guy. And I think she comes across as a nice, but I don't take your shit. And this is how it's going to be. And I just feel, and they work well together. Obviously, if you watch a Spider-Man franchise, I love it. Mm-hmm. I am a Marvel dork, though. Ever since I was a kid, I had the comics. I didn't have the Spider-Man comics. Were they Marvel? I feel like they were, but they weren't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm into it. Oh, I love it. Uh, oh my God, how old are they? Could they possibly be married in a few years? No. No, she's too level-headed to get married this young. Hold on. I don't know. Tom Holland's a little bit older, I think. He's 27. Okay. I think she's 25. <sighs> They're young. God, he's so cute. I love him. Oh, they're both 27. Excuse me. But they've been together. Whoa, Tom Holland with those abs, though. He is Spider-Man. I didn't know he had a body like that. Yo, snap it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, I'm going to stop it right now. I'm too old for this. (laughs) I don't have a crush on him, but I didn't know he had that body under that. But you know what? He's Spider-Man, so that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And she's MJ. I know it's so cute. I love it. Oh gosh. Oh. Okay. Talk about us wanting a couple to work out. Oh my God. Let's talk about a couple that didn't work out and it's so controversial. And it for whatever reason came up recently and we were talking about it. Angelina and Brad. Okay. You know they were together 
back in 2005. They got married, I think it was like 10 years later. And then their marriage was so short-lived. It was like three or four years. And I always think sometimes when things are working properly, when you're not married, and then you go to get married, is that the problem? To be fair, they had a brood of kids, right? They had six children. And what came up recently, men, that we were talking about? I know. Pax called out Brad Pitt for basically being a POS. Um, But it was a post from years ago. Years ago. Listen, children are very honest. I think you've, I think with your child being as young as he is, you probably have learned this very quickly, Mira. Children are very honest. I think that was a very honest post. Yeah. I haven't been, I've never been a huge fan of Brad Pitt. I don't really understand his appeal. I agree with that. I so, think he has a sense of humor. Like when I see him with George Clooney and their friendship and stuff, like I get it and Matt Damon and like that whole thing. But that doesn't, I, I've never been like, oh my God, Brad Pitt. But I also don't do that with most people, except for I just did it with Tom Holland, which is freaking weird since I'm 15 years older than him almost. But no, for Brad Pitt and Angelina, I did want them to work. I thought they were a great couple and they had the, those kids. I thought but- she was way too good for him in my opinion. I don't know. She's been through a lot. She's a Hollywood royalty. She's Hollywood royalty, but I like the fact that she's extremely, she's a humanitarian and she does her thing. Yeah. Yeah. She really gives back to also. But that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean she, I thought maybe that she found someone that supported all of it, which I think she did because she was adopting her children before and doing her thing before him. He came on. To be fair, him and George Clooney found women like that. Like Angelina was like that. And now Amal is that person. Oh, yeah. Right? She's too good for George Clooney, too. Oh, 100%. But George oh, Clooney yeah. knows she's too good for him. And oh, yeah. He's never well let aware. that go. I, need to, I always say this oh. one person got to be better, and the other person got to acknowledge it. Obviously, it's me. Although, change of change, little quick side note off of our Angelina topic. He, my husband, did say yesterday that he is the wisest person in the United States yesterday. Point blank, dead serious. And I said, that is very Looney humble is? of you. No, himself, oh. my husband, is okay. the wisest person in the United States. Okay. And I said, that is a very humble thing for you to say, considering you didn't say the entire world. That was my comeback. What did he say this in regards to men? That I don't read his text messages. And therefore, if I did, I would understand that I live next, I live and I'm with somebody who I could benefit from because he is the wisest person in the United States. This is the context. Anyway, back to Angelina and Jolie. That's what I deal with every day. Back to Angelina and Joe and Brad Pitt. I think she was doing her thing and she had her life. And I love seeing a strong woman that didn't need a man and moved on and adopted her kids and lived her life. And then all of a sudden she has a companion to support her. And they did have a really great relationship for a while, seemingly that he would support her and go where she was doing her shoots. And then she would go where he's doing it and they would take their family. And that's what their life consisted of. And I think it worked for a while, but it is unfortunate that they had that plane incident, the famous or infamous plane incident that ended with being a catalyst to the end of their marriage which was essentially they were on a private jet or private plane going somewhere. And I want to say Brad was drunk because I think he had a problem, but it was a, a, an emotional, verbal and physically abusive situation. There was an allegation that he choked one of the kids. There was an allegation that he grabbed her head and shook her head. There is an allegation that he people were afraid of him. The kids were afraid of him. And when Pax went on social media and did that 
Father's Day post years ago. I think he was 17. And he basically was saying, your four of your children shake when you're around. They don't want to be around you. And this is why. So I don't know if he was physically abusive before that. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. But that was like the catalyst. And apparently there was an investigation, but no charges were, were charged. The FBI was involved. It was like a whole thing. It was a whole thing. To this day, it took them years to get divorced. Are they even officially divorced? I know they hadn't come up with. I don't remember. I thought they were. I know they hadn't come up with child support and all that stuff and hadn't figured all that out. But he is estranged from his children. They do Mm -hmm. not speak to him. I I spoke the other day about um, Zahara pledging at Spellman at a sorority. She introduced herself as Zahara Marley Jolie. She dropped Pitt because he adopted all of them. Yeah. With Angelina. And it's, I'm told from my sources, my online research, that Pax also uses Jolie when it's not a non-legal document. So they are dropping Pitt, but they didn't do it legally. And I think Angelina doesn't want them to do it legally. I think that's why. So that makes me sad for anyone, not for just Brad, but for the children, because the children are the ones who suffer here, because that's still their dad at the end of the day. And then they're being pitted against the mom and the dad and then their siblings, right? But they're still his children. So I don't know. The divorce has, has uh, declared them legally single, but um, their divorce hasn't been finalized. That's what I thought. So they're still married. Imagine, though, it's probably because they have so much other stuff that's intertwined. I don't even know? think it's that. I think it's, yeah, but so does a lot of other people. And they eventually figured out. This was back in 2017 or 2019. 2019. Oh, gosh, this is years later. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Again, I'm not a huge Brad Pitt fan. I don't know why this didn't shock me for some reason. None of this did. More than the sense that the kid said what he said. But him being a POS, it's for some reason that didn't shock me. I was like, yeah, it feels very Brad Pitt. Well, he, I think when, Jennifer Aniston too was probably like. Yeah, but think of when you were 17. And when I was a teenager, sometimes I would get so emotional it would rise so high my feelings about something. And when I look back on the things that I do remember of why I felt that way, I'm like, that is so stupid. But your emotions are so heightened because of your hormones. You can't, if I go back and I look at the things that I reacted to or the things that I've said when I was a teenager, I would take probably most of them back. Mm -hmm. Right? As an adult reflecting back and now knowing how my emotions are now, knowing I'm wiser. So he's he was a he's a kid. This could also have triggered stuff, right? Like the the kids that Angelina Jolie adopted were a little bit older than. Yeah, they weren't babies. Want to adopt? No, and it's really hard. Like, I know a lot of people who have adopted children from third world countries, and it's very difficult. The reason they tell you to try to do it under the age of one is purely because you don't want that child remembering or having things that happen. Yeah. To give you an idea, one of my girlfriends adopted a little girl from Thailand and she was two and a half at the time that she finally left the orphanage. And for the longest time, she would never ask her mom for a second serving of anything because they used to hit her at the orphanage if she asked for a second serving of food. So her mother would be like, are you still hungry? And she would shake her head no. But then five minutes later, she'd be like looking like she was hungry again. So my girlfriend would obviously feed her. And then finally, like she understood that she could ask without being hit, but it took her a very long time. And the reason that you don't do that is because they remember these sorts of things, right? So Angelina Jolie's children were very, were still relatively young, but kids remember things that 
they trigger if your body, you may not remember, but your body remembers. You not may not remember the trauma, but your body remembers the trauma. So if something happens, it may trigger another response. So maybe this is what happened. I don't know. We also weren't there, but I have questions. Yeah, but again, if he was with her from 2005, we don't know what their relationship was like. We don't know if he was emotionally abusive or what he would say to the kids or physically abusive. We don't know. We don't know when his drinking problems started and ended. We don't know what goes on in these people's lives to know. We can only sit back and look at the facts that we have. But it is just an unfortunate thing because all of those kids are affected by this, all of them. And it just, I just, I hurt for these children. I hurt for kids. Sometimes I tell you, I tell you this all the time. I don't like reading about children or bad things that happen because it haunts me. Yeah, that always was before. Now that I have a kid, it hits different. It does. Oh my gosh, very different. I read this horrible story yesterday and I didn't want to read it. And I was like, I need to just look. I can't look at the social media stuff. I need to just look up the facts, like a newspaper article mm-hmm. to just know what happened. I won't even get into it, but it was this five-year-old girl that went missing. And anyway, the reason it came up is because her mom finally, I think, had a sentencing Five-year-old girl went missing. The mom didn't want to call the police, even though she was trying to look for her. She was, like, scared. The sister kept telling her to call the police. She finally got word that the daughter was seen. They live in a trailer park, um, was seen at a hotel, a five-year-old girl with a man. Um, So anyway, long story short, because she hesitated on calling the police, the man ended up killing her. He raped her and killed her. Um, But here's what, here, that's not, the story was, The mom was trying to be a mom. She was trying to like just single mom. And I guess at one point she was homeless and she ended up borrowing money from somebody. She borrowed $200 from the person and the guy kept hitting her phone up and she ended up basically saying, you can have sex with my daughter. Oh, I know. So this is the stuff that, so anyway, so she basically gave, I know. And then. But she lied about it. And because she didn't want to, she did admit it eventually, but because it was that situation where she didn't call, he ended up taking her and killed her. Like he ended up killing her. So if she would have called before, they probably would have found her. And it just not, I know it's triggering, but it's just, I will never forget the details of this. And it really, this is why I can't read it. And ignorance is truly bliss. It truly is. Ooh, that was a heavy episode. Sorry. We, we no, listen, sometimes I know. I know a bunch of us want to stay oblivious to stuff like that. This just hits so much closer to home for me. It's I know. Like I will tell you about a trip that I went to in Thailand. And I remember my brother going to, and I don't even know if I should tell me this since you just told us what you told. But my brother went to, we split up anyways. My brother went to Phuket, which is. Yeah. A very touristy part of Thailand. And he happened to be walking down the beach by himself and ran into a bunch of other English-speaking people from Australia and hung out with them for a little bit. And while he was sitting on the beach drinking with them and hanging out, there was a mom who was dragging her six-year-old daughter down the beach. And I won't tell you what she was trying to do with her six-year-old daughter, but it's around the same lines. Yeah. And I remember my brother, because my brother only grew up with women. He only knows he, he doesn't have a, a brother. He's always, it's only been my sister and my mom. 
and I, so he's always grown up with women and this broke his heart because he knew exactly what was going on. And in that moment, he was like, all I wanted to do was take out all the cash in my wallet and give it to her by one night so that the girl had peace for just one night. And I was like, and I remember my mom telling him, she's what would happen tomorrow? You think you saved her for today, but what happens tomorrow? Yeah. And he, he was like, so this happens all the time. And my mom was like, he, she's like, I don't want to lie to you. What do you want me to say? No, it does. Yeah, Thailand, I think Thailand is one of those countries in the Philippines. I think there's parts of it that they have. Mexico, Colombia. Yeah, they have like little girls get the sex trafficking. It's just a horrible situation. I mean, we have it here in the US, but I'm just saying it's- It's just quieter. But there is a definite rule or something like that where there's no age limit on that. And you force these kids into it. And a lot of the times it's because it's poverty. Like people are trying to survive and maybe they were doing that to themselves and then their kids are bringing in. It's just a really tough conversation to have. And I hate knowing what I know, but again, you, you have to know in order to fix or to be aware of things. And I think this is why as much as we don't like what happened with the whole Ashton Kutcher and I don't even know what his name was now at yeah, this point. yeah, yeah. Ashton Kutcher really did. He was trying to help. Yeah. A a voice, which was something I will always respect for what he did. But if we continue our turn to turn our blind eyes to this, these situations, I don't think it's going to change. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And this mom. So I said, it's really shocking how much people would pay for a life. I, I just, here's my thing about that particular story when would it have stopped, right? Maybe this is a one-off and she owed the guy money, but when would it have stopped? At what point? And she didn't need the money for drugs or anything. It's because she was homeless and she needed it for food, probably to take care of her kids. So it was like one of those things where the guy just was being a guy. The fact is, she's a horrible person for even doing that, but she's not. Sometimes you're so desperate, but like this guy? What the hell? Anyway, he was sentenced to death. This was down south in America. This was in South Carolina or North Carolina, maybe. I don't know. Somewhere in the Carolinas. But he was obviously convicted and sentenced to death, which he tried to appeal and it got overturned, overruled. Yeah. I just feel like that wasn't enough. I feel like he got off easy. And I know that sounds. Why? He still has to be in prison until his day. So he's still going to be in prison. It's just to me, it's just not enough. I don't know this is just it yeah yeah let's move on sorry anyway happy thanksgiving god this took a bad turn be all right so don't listen about be stay educated for what you have hug, hug your people closer when you're with your family today just remember why you're there don't get caught up in the stress don't get caught up in the bs the bad things that happen at thanksgiving some, some families fight and i have an episode of brown girl trending that you can listen to um, that came out yesterday. And I talk about some ways to cope with that because there are some families where it's always like an anxiety producing holiday, being around each other, the fighting, or there's one person who creates this moment in the family. And I don't have that, thankfully, but my husband's family, they do. And it's always measured like how worse is it compared to other Thanksgivings? I was traumatized at one of their Thanksgivings. If you want to listen to the stories, you can listen to Brown Girl Trending and stream that. But yeah, just make sure you look around you and just try to be positive and don't react to other people. And just remember that other people have their own hangups and you're just there for one day and one meal and just be grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. That's my takeaway for today, guys.
we went real dark on this episode. I'm sorry. Sometimes it happens. Just remember to stay educated, guys. There's stuff around you that you don't know. Yeah. And knowledge is power. Yeah. It really truly is, whether you want it or not. All right. Have a good Thanksgiving in the U.S. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. And that's a wrap on another captivating episode of Woke and Pretty. We hope you had just as much fun as we did diving into the depths of pop culture and current events. Remember, you're the heartbeat of our podcast. Your support, your comments, and your enthusiasm keeps us fired up and ready to bring you more pop culture goodness each week. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a moment of action. We'd love to hear your thoughts, suggestions, and even your own pop culture discoveries. Connect with us on social media at Woke and Pretty Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. We're always thrilled to chat with fellow pop culture enthusiasts. Until next time, keep riding those pop culture waves, stay in the know with current events, and most importantly, keep embracing your woke and pretty self. Thanks for joining us on this wild ride. And remember, the conversation doesn't stop here. So until we meet again, keep spreading the woke and pretty vibes.